0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Leeds United Live uh, with myself, Conor McGilligan, your multimedia editor and podcast producer. And I'm joined by Jordan Blackwell of the Leicester uh, live part of uh, of the branch, the company. Jordan, how are you doing, mate? You OK? Yeah, all good, thanks. Conor, how are you? yeah good stuff mate good stuff um so yeah Jordan is fresh from the press conference uh is it Brendan Rogers? was it today Jordan which helps yeah, a lot it was. yeah yeah I'm yeah, just yeah. uh
1: yeah just sat in the uh the translation booth at the at the back of the <laughs> uh back of the media room at the moment so yes uh, yeah not long finished.
0: Oh, good stuff. Yeah, I mean, we don't have that anymore. We did have the translation, yeah, of course, uh, sort yes, of thing, sort of thing going on. Um, and this is actually the first live stream we've we've done, Jordan, uh, since uh, the, the the announcement. So, so you you're part of Leeds live history here, mate. It's obviously, <laughs> uh, Jesse Marsh taking the reins at Leeds United, which is uh, it's going to be an interesting day tomorrow. And I wanted to get Jordan's perspective here as well, really, on on this because. You know, with everything that's going on at the minute with Leeds United, sort of awful form, et cetera, et cetera. um, In a strange sort of way, Jordan, this has come at a bad time really for Leicester, hasn't it? Because notoriously when uh, managers are sacked in this division, there can be a little bit of a boost. And we know with this Leeds United side, there's definitely quality there. Um, So what's your general take on it, mate? Are you a little bit sort of apprehensive about what could come tomorrow? Because we don't even know what's going to come, to be quite honest with you.
1: Yeah, I think uh, think James Madison said... that Leicester was sort of going in blind, which I, I I think I think that's probably a fair assessment in that yeah. it's, um, I think you knew what you were getting with a Bielsa team, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and so I think there's a, I mean, Rogers didn't say it was the case, but I think there is maybe a little bit of misfortune in terms of not, you know, maybe probably some of the backroom team might, may have been preparing for this game for a few weeks. Um, and now they've got to maybe change the way they look at it uh, because it is a different manager with a different style of play. Uh, you know, it, to be honest, there's whoever came in; it was going to be a different style of play because you know Bielsa is unique, and Rodgers was keen to make that point um, this afternoon. But yeah, I think it's. Um, I think re- I mean, obviously, Leicester can focus on themselves, which is the which is the, the key thing because they have been better themselves recently. Mm. Um, but I think yes, I think they'd have probably given the. 20 goals conceded in the past five games. I think, um, yeah, I think Leicester would quite like to have played against a, a team that was on on, on such a, a bad run like that, and and you know, and still under the
0: this, this, the same manager. Yeah, 100%. Steams in the building. I was really impressed with Jesse in yesterday's press conference. Press conference, sorry. Uh, really hoping he can steady the ship and get us the points we need. Yeah, um, the the press conference was a. Uh, Was epic and I I do feel sorry for you football writers Jordan having to transcribe all this sort of good stuff Um, but yeah he he sounded really sort of good in what he was saying Um, very positive towards Marcelo Bielsa which I think as you'll know Jordan there's been an outpouring it's been a it's been a mourning uh, for Marcelo Bielsa this week and um, listen I think we're all grateful for everything he's done at this club and and this, the club have made the decision, so 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 we move on, and it's a new era, really. And I think, to be honest, Jordan, we're all extremely apprehensive and, and, and quite interestingly as well. I was speaking to a Leicester fan the other night, and in terms of. Accomplishments. Obviously, it's completely different uh, with with who I'm going to compare sort of Bielsa to. But but Ranieri brought sort of a, a different culture to Leicester, didn't he? And and he do stuff off the field as well. And and I think it's it's quite a nice comparison to Marcelo Bielsa. And obviously, there was a little bit of a, a morning after Ranieri uh, left Leicester as well. So I think there's quite a nice comparative there.
1: Yeah, and I think it's um it's kind of you know the, yeah there are similarities in that they are you know both. Uh, men who've come from overseas, but have really taken to the to the yeah. new city that they've that they've moved into, and that you know, and they've been welcomed in by the the supporters. Um, you know, that's the thing. It's it, Bielsa will always sort of have a home in Leeds. Now, um, you know, no matter what happens in his career or in his life over the you know over the next few years, he, you know, Leeds will be will be part of him. And it's that with the club, Bielsa is going to be um you know remembered by um you know by his tenure is going to be remembered by a lot of fans, and it it, it's it's one of those one of those managerial departures where there is absolutely well certainly from an outside point of view it certainly feels like there's absolutely no bad blood whatsoever it feels like um you know an almost you know a, a disappointing parting of the ways and i know that the the there probably will be a you know a bit of a split in the Leeds fans, but I think the, there would have been some that kind of appreciated it. it. May have been a point where maybe a managerial change was needed, um, yeah. but yeah, but because of everything that he's achieved and because of the way he's gone about it, um, because of all the success he's brought, yeah, he's it's it, uh, it was a little bit similar to Ranieri that there was, it you know there was no anger, there was no good riddance or anything like that. It was just. A bit of, a bit sad that it that it didn't work out, uh, and I imagine that's the uh, I think Leeds fans are probably be going through the uh, through the same emotions at the moment.
0: That's definitely right, definitely right. So the game tomorrow, Jordan, huge game uh, for both clubs. Um, Leicester have been an interesting proposition this season. It's. I don't know. They've they've not really lived up to the hype. It's been a bit of a strange one, hasn't it? Um, their their recent form hasn't been great, but obviously they got a really good win at Burnley two 0 returning Vardy and and Madison. Um, but but what can you tell us about the season so far, Jordan? Obviously, you, you know, you guys came to Ellen Road, and it was uh, once again a bit of an odd game. Um, what, what exactly has been going on with with Leicester this season?
1: I think the the key thing, and it it felt significant at the time, but six months on, it it, it still feels like the kind of it tells the story in that when Wesley Fofana broke his leg in the final preseason game, you felt the atmosphere in the ground change. Obviously, there were a few fans there for the game. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you know, six months. You you kind of thinking, well, that's you know, just just before the start of the season, that's a really big blow for you know for such a good defender to to go out and you uh, to 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 be ruled out, and you're kind of hoping that they sort of negotiate it, but they haven't really. And I think that's been the story of the season: is that um, defensively um, they have been porous, and they've been there's kind of been injuries on the back of Fafana where. Uh, you know They've had other players, full-backs and centre-backs out, and they've never really been able to field a, a consistent defence. Um, I think the the defence that started at Burnley, that, that back four, is the, the defence that started the most often this season, but they've only played together six times um, from 37 games that Leicester have played in all competitions. And actually, they won't be able to Play together again on Saturday because it looks like Ricardo Pereira's a doubt for the game. So, Mm -hmm. it looks like it might be Mark Albrighton at right back, you know, so things like that, a winger filling in at right back because they've got James Justin is still out, Timothy Castagna is out, they've had Ryan Bertrand's out to the end of the season, Johnny Evans Mm -hmm. has barely played. All those injuries have mounted up on them and and not being able to field a a consistent defence hasn't helped. In terms of the actual play as well, it's not been as good this season. Right. Um, maybe at the start of the season, maybe there was a little bit of nervousness from the attacking players regarding the defence, in the sense that they thought, well, if they risked a pass and it didn't come off, and the other team started to break on them, the defence they didn't have as much faith in the defence to sort it out for them, so they stopped taking the risks. Um yeah. What I would say is that the past they kind of reached a low point with the FA Cup defeat to Nottingham Forest at the start of February. Uh, which lost four one against a, a, a local rival that they've not played in 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 a few years. Uh, mm-hmm. That did really feel like a low point, and there had but there has been a response. To that I would say that the last three performances, even though they've only got four points from the last three league games, uh, I would say they were among the best performances of the season, and the performances that most were most like the team that people have come to expect of Leicester over the past couple of seasons. Certainly Tuesday's game against Burnley, that's, that was the performance that would have looked at home in either of the last two seasons when they finished fifth. So in terms of a lead sense, yeah, they're, they're facing a, a Leicester team that it's taken them six months, but they finally seem to have found their feet again in terms of re-establishing the, um, the, 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 the form
0: and the displays that they showed last season. So, did we hear anything from the press conference? I'm not sure if you just mentioned it there. Was it about James Madison and and obviously Jamie Vardy is is that full fitness and, and raring to go sort of scenario?
1: Yeah, James Madison has got a, a lower back problem. Rodgers said, and he, he said they were he was a doubt and he was um, he, he was questionable. But it sounded to me like he, they won't risk it. So I think um, I do think he'll miss the game. But he didn't start against Burnley, and there's kind of been a although he's probably the team's in-form player, the in the system that they're playing, that they've sort of come across the past three games that's really worked for them, doesn't really fit into it. So it's a bit of a, a unique one uh, with Madison. But I th- yeah, I don't think he'll play. Um, Jamie Vardy, I imagine, will start. Uh, I think now he's played 20 minutes, he'll have enough energy to to, to go from the start. And I think um, no matter what's happening in the game, I think he'll probably only last an hour. Um because I don't think they want to push him too hard. I think, although he's pretty superhuman, they do have to consider that he is, you know, 35, um, and that maybe playing him so, uh, you know, playing him for a full game only a, a week or so after he's had two months out is um, probably not the the best. But then obviously they've got they've got options in Pats and Daka and Kolechi and Acho who can play up there as well. Daka's a very similar striker in terms of his style of play. So, um, yeah, but I expect Vardy Vardy to start and. and and maybe play uh, an hour, which uh, yeah, when your defense is shaky, as as Leeds is at the minute, um,
0: yeah, coming up against uh, Jamie Vardy is probably probably not what you want. Yeah, because I mean, the new manager coming in, Jordan, we, we, he said that they've been working on a new formation. Um, he's played several formations before: three-four-three, four-two-two-two, three, four, two, two, uh, a four-four-two diamond. I, I, I'm interested to 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 get from your side exactly what formation. Um, and, and what style of team do Leicester notoriously struggle against?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um I think that the, well, Rogers really likes to win the midfield battle. Um mm. and I think if if another team were to pack the midfield and therefore make it so that um Leicester's midfield couldn't win that battle, then I think they would struggle. Um but in terms of formations, I don't think there have there have been occasions where they've uh, kind of let themselves down in terms of support for the fullbacks. Um, they have tried they've they've tried a diamond themselves at points this season, uh, which often often does leave the fullbacks a little bit exposed. But I think the way the the wingers that they're playing at the minute, so they played Mark Albrighton at right wing on Tuesday, and it, that's very much a case of well there's a winger that's got to track an advancing fullback. so yeah. there's not a you know the kind of negotiating these issues it looks like rogers is very much thinking defense first at the minute in terms of his team selection um I think any team that um potentially this season a team that plays with two strikers has probably had a little bit of joy in the okay. sense that um the defensive partnership haven't hasn't always looked so strong. In that they that there's been a few wobbles in there. Uh, yeah. I think Amarte and Suyunchu will play again together on uh, on Saturday. So yeah, I, I don't think there's one specific thing. I think there's um there there are there are small places that that Leeds could get at uh, Leicester. But as I said, it does feel like the team that Leicester are putting out at the minute in the shape that they're putting out this kind of. I suppose you could say it's a four-one-four-one, maybe a four-three-three. Yeah. Um, it does feel like it's a it's a system that works for them, and that they've, they've got they've finally got the balance right after after six months of of not necessarily getting it right.
0: Well, that's perfect news, Jordan. Great news. <laughs> Vardy back in the perfect system. Uh, so that's fantastic. Uh, Tommy Hansen says, uh, Leicester looked toothless before Vardy and Madison uh, came on against Burnley. It will be interesting to see what type of leads we get tomorrow. And, and, and that's what we're referring to right at the start, Jordan, with regards to neither team, uh, one out of the two camps, knowing you know what sort of team is going to be put out, but you know neither fan base, nobody really knows. So it's... Uh, as I said, do, do, do it? I mean, we just mentioned it at the start briefly, but do you think that? I mean, you expect it would be quite a difficult proposition as a as a sort of an, an opposition manager coming up against the guy who, I mean, they've they've never coached. Uh, you know, they've, yeah. they've been in that in that in that game state before. They've you know they've never, you know, Rogers won't. They mightn't even know who he is. It's a, <laughs> without any disrespect. It's a difficult proposition, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think that you kind of have to. Kind of look at Leeds as they have been under Bielsa, because obviously, mm-hmm. as much as Marsh can do in three days yeah. or however long he's been working with the team, he's not going to be able to. Yes, he can make some changes, but there's still going to be elements of Bielsa's setup exactly. and his way of playing in there. But then you could maybe look at how Leipzig played and how Salzburg played under Marsh, so and sort of take take a look at that and maybe think, well, he might use. This style that he brought, that he he tried there, you know, this set, this set piece setup, or or things like that. Um, Yeah, you kind of have to go looking everywhere to try to find what the manager might do with these new players. So yeah, it is a little bit of a guessing game, but also you you probably you don't want to on that front. You know, Rodgers won't then want to give his team loads of instructions about. Well, they might play this way. They might play this way. You need if yeah, they play exactly. if they play like this, you then you've got to play like this. You know, it just becomes too too confusing and too overwhelming for his own players. So, in that sense, then you're saying, well, let's completely forget about what Leeds are going to do uh, because it is at, the, at this stage it is a it is a really guessing game to to know exactly how they're going to play. Um, so let's just focus on ourselves because we know we've been playing well. So yeah, that's a that's a tricky one because I know. Rogers, I know there are some teams that um that only ever focus on themselves and back themselves to uh that their style of play will win against any opponent. But I think Rogers does try to um put one or two things in there to guard against what the opposition does. So uh yeah, be interesting to see how much they they do of that. Um yeah, given the 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 kind of the contrast between what we've seen of Leeds over the past couple of seasons, and also, but then also what uh, Jesse Marches, um teams usually uh, play like.
0: Yeah, I mean, last time we faced up, it was uh, it was one of the more frustrating games for Leeds because uh, you know it took us quite a while to get into the lead. We did um, absolute, you know, uh, great atmosphere at Ellen Road, and then within seconds, Harvey Barnes had, had pulled out arguably one of the, you know the goals of the season. It was an incredible finish. What did you make of the game, uh, Jordan? It was uh, it was it was very nip and tuck, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I, um, you're right about the atmosphere. the The atmosphere was really good um, for, for the game. Um, it felt like uh, I think I remember some of the reporters saying afterwards that it was uh, up to that point it had been one of the one of Leeds's best performances of the season. Mm. Um, very good. I think the less Leicester was still going through that kind of iffy iffy patch where they weren't quite playing um, to the right level. And I did feel like uh, uh, I did feel like the draw was the fair fair result at the time. Um, I think Leicester struggled with the intensity of Leeds' play at times because they weren't so settled in their own way of playing um, that it just became slightly. Uh, it became a bit overwhelming for them. The, the, the one good thing, I think it was indeed, indeed he'd been out for a period. I think it was his first game back. And that did help them uh, in that there was a there was a bit more of a solidity to the midfield um, that they hadn't had for the previous few games. So that, that was really helpful. I think, I, if I'm remembering rightly, I think that was one of Indeed's best games this season. Um, so, yeah, but I do remember it being an exciting game. It always is against Leeds. I think that they... The game at the King Power Stadium last season, where Leeds won three one, that Mm. really felt like um, Leeds had. I know Leicester took the lead in that game, but that felt like Leeds had Leicester's number uh, in that game, and they couldn't. You know, they Leicester were on a really good form going into that game, but um, they they couldn't they couldn't cope with Leeds, and uh, they ended up getting the the two late goals to win it. but again, that was a game that I remember Leicester didn't have Ndidi in that game. And I think when the game is so back and forth, as it can be when you're playing Bielsa's leads, um, you, you need somebody like Ndidi in there to, uh, to kind of maybe stop it being so back and forth. It's kind of, it just breaks it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think there's, uh, I I, do, I remember it being a very enjoyable game. Um, um not quite as enjoyable as the when Leicester won four uh, one <laughs> uh Ellen Road the season before. But um no, I think there's a you know there's there's there are there have been exciting moments in the game and I thought Leeds um uh, looked a threat from set pieces as well. Uh you know, they had players which I mean Leicester are
0: Rubbish at them, uh, particularly. Oh, if well, J- Jordan, we can trump you on that one. It, I think we've, <laughs> I think it's twelve this season. So I'm, I'm, I think that's one. The new guy, uh, Jesse Marsh, has to come in and rectify that. He really does. It's been way too easy. But um, in, in terms of Leicester, then, just for people who aren't aware, which you know we can't all profess to watch Leicester week in week out. What style of football does Brendan Rodgers uh, deploy there? Um, just just so you can educate us a little bit on it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it will be um, mostly possession-based. What he likes to do is he likes his defence to be really high in that and to pen the opposition in. So once they get on the attack and they get into the rhythm, then the defence will come up and they'll sit on the halfway line. Um, kind of the the two centre-backs with the maybe one of the full-backs will stay a little bit deeper and then indeed in front of them. And basically, they'll be pressing high up the pitch to force... The opposition to basically lump it because they can't find a way out. And then when they lump it, Soyunchu or Marte or Ndidi or whatever picks up the ball and they get the attack going again. That's if Leicester were playing a the game that Rogers really wanted them to, then that's how they play. Um, yeah. then it's a case of moving the ball in attacking positions, trying to uh find the space for the likes of tielemans um obviously madison won't be playing so it'll mainly rely on tielemans to you know kind of split the split the gaps find find get the balls into vardy i think um barnes will be a key player i think that as you mentioned in there and scoring that very good goal at ellen road uh that at that period of the season, Barnes wasn't at his best. The last few games he's been really good. And I think they've they brought um a lad called Kiernan Jewsbury Hall into the team, who I, I can't imagine many Leeds fans will know of because he's you know he's not a big name. He's he was out alone at Luton last season. He's he's, he's only really broken into the, that's the first team this season. Um but the way he plays um in midfield, he's really opening up space for Barnes and he's getting Barnes on the ball earlier. Um and Leicester's best route to goal. If it's not a Tieleman's pass, Leicester's best route in terms of turning midfield into attack is to get is getting Barnes on the ball and just letting him run with it. Uh because he is very direct. Every time he receives the ball, his first touch takes it closer to goal. He never checks back. He's immediately heading towards the box. Mm. Um he's very, very quick. Um, he can go both sides, he can go, as you saw, um, in the Burnley game, he went on the outside and crossed to Vardy for the for the header that went in. He can go on the inside and you know, have a few shots as well. He had a, a couple of good chances that uh, Nick Pope made really good saves. So I think in terms of the attacking play, Barnes will be the the main outlet for them. So whoever's playing at right back um, for Leeds, if it is a if it is a back four, um, then needs to be certainly wary of that. But yeah, I think in the that's how Leicester would play. Uh, attacking wise and I think defensively it's a case of getting as many players back as they can. I think Roger's one of Roger's many mantras is that um don't sprint forward if you can't sprint back. So making sure you've still got the energy uh to get back and and defend um at all times because you know uh Leeds are a team that do move forward with the ball pretty quickly when they want to so uh Leicester will have to be um Leicester will have to be wary of that.
0: Yeah, it seems from the, the the style of play. I don't know how much you know about Jesse Marsh, but it, it seems like there's there's instead of Leeds playing very very wide, which we have been doing, it's going to be a little bit more compact. It's going to be aggressive in terms of man for man. That's out of the window now. It looks yeah. like Leeds are going to be pressing as a unit. Um, so what you might get a pack of five hunting after a, a, a sort of a trio in the in the corner of the pitch or whatever. Um, we're yet to see anything of it, of course, but. How do you see that sort of work in Jordan? Just obviously we are it looks like it's going to be a vertical press working a lot more centrally instead of out wide, which has been, you know, leads out wide has been the main source really. Rafinha, Jack Harris is spreading the play as much as you can. But I guess if you're more compact, it's easier to to get a little bit more zonal.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, it's an interesting one because I think you, you tend to kind of do zonal pressing and things like that. And um you know, and work as a work as a team in that regard so that you conserve energy. Uh because you know if it was a total man to man marking, it you know, you use up a lot of energy. But the thing thing is with Leeds, they were they were so good <laughs> at it that they yeah. didn't they didn't seem to ever run out of energy. So I actually think they'll Marshall be able to kind of introduce his pressing tactics pretty effectively mm. um straight away because he's going to have players there that have got the energy to do it and they've got the willingness to do it. Um, so I think that's going, to be, uh, that's going to be interesting, how Leicester cope with that. Um, they've, they've generally been getting a little bit better in terms of dealing with a, a more intense press, um, but they certainly are better when they're playing teams that... Um, I'm thinking Manchester United, when Leicester played uh, them at home it was just like, so it was, it was genuinely really easy for them because right. there was no pressure on the ball. Um, uh, you know, and if there's no pressure on the ball, you, you're letting Madison and Tielemans do what they want. And they, you know, they're very good footballers. Um, so it, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's, um, I, I do think in terms of that aspect of what Marsh tries to introduce, I think he will be able to get um, he will be able to get that immediately, and we will mm. see a, a, an immediate mm. impact in in terms of that uh, kind of that, that zonal pressing. And so, t- yeah. I think pressing is all about the timing. You've got to you've got to time it right. You've got to know when to go, um, so that you can be sure that you you're going to put the team that the team the opposition not going to be able to play around it and get into the space that you're inevitably leaving behind. Um, and
0: I think a lot of that is about players' judgment. But I think yeah, I think Leeds have certainly got the energy to to do it. Yeah, 100%. It's going to be an interesting transition, mate. It seems like it's going to be very different to what it was. A lot of, like you just said there, you just mentioned timing and and that's what it seems to be. It's all about cues and triggers, whereas before it was just individual duels across the pitch. And, you know, if you beat that duel, if you, if you won your duel, it opened up so much space. So I think that's where Leeds were really struggling. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess Jordan, we can, we can finish on this. Um, but what, what what are your thoughts in terms of how the the game's gonna go? I know it's very much up in the air. But I mean, I would push you for a score prediction as well. But I know it once again, it's it's very uh, it's going to be very difficult for you. But if you can sort of give a little bit of a a thought press on that, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, I think the way that Leicester have approached their recent games, um, I think that it would probably be fairly uh light on action to start with. I think Leeds will be feeling their way into it and Leicester will want to um focus on the defensive aspects of their game first yep. and then you know maybe go a little bit more attacking later in the game. Um so I think we'll I'll say goalless at half time and then two one to Leicester at full-time and I think uh, I've seen all these score predictions coming in I think <laughs> I'm going to be disagreeing with a lot of them but well, yeah I think
0: just, it's just to primarily put you off yeah I
1: think I think I think
0: Leeds will score I think um but yeah I'll say two I'll say two on to Leicester 2 on Leicester. Okay, well, I'll go with a 4-0 Leeds. No, I'm joking. I'll go with it. <laughs> I, 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 for this one, I, I think it's going to be tight. But to be honest, Jordan, with, with the... Actually, I'm going to ask you one more question. But uh, okay. with the yeah. with the situation at the minute, I think a lot of Leeds fans will take a 2-2, uh, 1-1, score draw, anything. Um, we just need to stop the rot at the minute. And, and finally, mate, just, I mean, there's a lot of pressure on you for this question, really. Uh, there's there's over a hundred people watching. So, um, <laughs> but but what, do you do you honestly believe uh, Jordan that Leeds are going to stay up this year? Do you think do you think we've got enough? Do you think the managerial managerial change was the was the, was the right decision at this moment in time? What are your overall thoughts on it, mate? Oh,
1: it's really tough because the, they've kind of hit the kind of the they're on a downward trend at the wrong time. Mm. Um, I think if you're if you're going to be in a relegation battle, you want your downward trend to be at the start of the season, and now be getting towards your upward trend. A bit like Newcastle are, Burnley. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but what I would say is that there are there are certainly lots of teams that are in that situate in the in the same situation. Uh, Everton don't seem to have had the um, new manager boost that you would think they've had. I know they've. The, they've won a couple of games in the FA Cup, but I think they've only won once in the league under Lampard. Um, we won't talk about that, but okay, yeah, let's keep going. Uh, all right, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I think there's um, Brentford on a bit of a downward mm. spiral as well, but I, th- I think they've had a, a, a tough run of fixtures. So when the, the fixtures turn around for them, they might pick up results because I thought they were, they were very good earlier in the season and they, mm. they just didn't quite get the results to show for it. I... I think Leeds will stay up, I'll say. I think right now I will say that it will be, um, I'll say Everton to go down with
0: Watford and Norwich. Um, I've seen a lot of that I've seen a lot of it with Everton a lot of people say they've got they've not got a good run either I don't think they've got maybe no. crystal palace at home and wolves maybe at home but and they're not they're not easy games are they but yeah, Leicester uh,
1: lester still got to play them twice so Leicester could have a big impact on on, on yeah season. Um, <laughs> you could
0: do us a favor you're real Yeah face. so I
1: think I think no I th- that's the thing if I think they've the, the Leeds probably felt they had to take this gamble with with changing the manager um mm. uh, If they can get the, you know, a new manager boost only needs to be, um, you know, three wins. And that all of a sudden you're, you're, you know, you're escaping it. Because, you know, people were even looking at Leicester in terms of being in a a relegation battle, um, you know, up until the Burnley game. But they've got a win now. They're up to 30 points and it feels like that, you know, they're they're far enough away from it. But I would say that you're um, certainly from what I've seen what I saw of Marsh's press conference I thought wow he seems charismatic he seems like the sort of manager that a team are going to respond to Um, you get the impression from the Leeds players that they're you know they're going to be the sorts of players that will um you know, gonna, oh, you know yeah. they can. Yeah, Bielsa has instilled the fight in them that they're going to show for whoever. I would say uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that it's a new manager. So I, I, I think they will have enough to to stay up. Yes, I don't think they'll finish any higher than fifteenth. Um, mm. But I think, yeah, I think that they will they will survive. Yeah, I, I'll take a gamble on set and saying Everton or, or will be the team to to
0: to fall away. Yeah, it's not easy, this Premier League stuff, Jordan, especially when he's being promoted. It's, it's really not easy. So, uh, yeah, I think this season's been a shock to a lot of people, but um, it is what it is, mate. Yeah, I should yeah. say
1: at this point, I was on a, a local radio um, show at the start of the season, and I was asked to predict my top six, and I put Leeds in sixth. <laughs> um so i've I, i've got it i've got it really wrong yeah. um i heard but, a couple uh, of those
0: you're not know, by yourself Matt. i've heard a couple of people say lead sixth seventh and it was uh, just because no. of
1: how they finished last
0: season yeah. um i yeah. really thought you know they'd, they'd
1: come they'd come on and you know they've got some you know people like rafinha you know high quality mm. players um but yeah so i no i do genuinely uh hope they stay up
0: um well, I guess that will be the, that. Would, that that be the reason as well, Jordan, wouldn't it? You just mentioned Rafinha there, but Calvin Phillips looks like he's coming back in the next couple of weeks. Bamford could possibly on the bench be on the bench for Leicester, and you feel like twelve games is more than enough games. Thirty-six points, a third left of the season to to really pick yourself up.
1: Yeah, and I think you. I mean, Roger said it today, and I think it's um, you know, I think it is a a good point. Yes, Premier League squads, g- generally, most Premier League teams have very good squads, um, but if you take two or three players out of there, um, mm. it does make a difference because it doesn't, you know, Rogers was making the point that Leicester having Johnny Evans, Wesley Fofana and Jamie Vardy missing um, is like have it, Liverpool having Van Dijk, Matip and Salah missing. That would make a difference to Liverpool. You know, Leeds have had Phillips, Bamford and Cooper, I think has been out, who would usually start as well. So... um you know, that is significant when you've got that many starters that are that aren't in the team, it does it does make a difference. So yes, if they if they get those if they get those players back. Um particularly Bamford, having you know, if you're a new manager coming in and you've got a, a striker that that scores goals mm-hmm. and can act as a kind of um focal point. I I from what I've seen, they seem to have been chopping and changing who starts up front, uh, and it's not always been like an out and out striker or anything like that. So, uh, I think having Bamford there, knowing that he's going to play and he knows how to play, he knows how to be a striker, he knows the right runs to make and things like that. He knows how to, he's got that goal scoring knack of being in the right place. So,
0: yeah, that'll certainly help. So, yeah,
1: um, yeah, leads to stay up.
0: <laughs> comprehensive love it right jordan uh, where can where can everybody find you um and you'll do some good stuff with the company as well so why don't you let everybody know so we can yeah so well go, you we'll can go and research when leeds have won the game <laughs> yes yeah, so you uh, the you find all the the reaction and
1: the the analysis on the leicestershire live website but that's the leicestermercury.co.uk uh, i'm on uh twitter uh just take the vowels out of my first name uh, and that's my uh twitter handle uh, there was somebody else that got there first with all the with all the <laughs> in the name, so that's a that's, that's a challenge though, go- isn't it? That's a challenge. J- challenge yeah, I'm confident. I'm J- I'm JRDN Blackwell on Twitter. So uh, yeah, if any Leeds fans do want to uh, yeah find me on there, and then. Uh, sort of have a go at me if they don't stay up after <laughs> i've predicted them too then yeah by all means do so
0: yeah it's all your fault um but th- <laughs> thanks so much John, for joining everybody if you've just joined and you want to listen to this on any audio platforms it will be available on uh, uh, spotify itunes google Podcasts, and, and all your favorite audio uh So make sure you check that out John. thanks so much for joining mate no problem connor thanks very much and we'll see you in a bit cheers